Well, it looks like Jen Shaw cracked the code on Monica Garcia long before Heather Gay outed her on The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. We're going to get into the cease and desist that Jen sent to Monica and Andy Cohen responding to the claims that Jen made in her recent Instagram post. Let's get into it. You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TVT, surf fresh all week long. Now... Let's dive in. All right, dive in. We shall. How's everybody doing? Happy Thursday. It's our last episode of the week. Um, no members only bonus episode today because I am going out of town for the weekend. It's our family vacation, so I won't be able to tape this week's members only, but I will make it up to you next week, I promise. So stay tuned. We do have our Salt Lake City finale recap that dropped on YouTube last night. Me and Josh were here. Josh from Louisiana. Go show him some love. Um, Josh from Louisiana. Again, go show him, give him a subscribe on the YouTube. He's doing uh, Southern Charm New Orleans recaps every Sunday. So you can tune into that. If you want to do a rewatch of Southern Charm New Orleans, you can join him and get ready, guys. It's going to be fun. So Josh from Louisiana is his handle on YouTube and I think all over social media. So go show him some love and catch our Recap of the finale. Boy, was it an explosive finale. We got all the details about Monica's involvement in reality Vontis, or at least from what Heather revealed. More is going to be coming out at the reunion. We give some of our predictions. It's, you know, we have a good time. Um, That said, shall we dive into... Okay, so I guess Jen Shaw had cracked the code on Monica being a part of this reality Vontis account. Um, back in 2021. So first, let's recap, right? So comes out that Heather Gay accuses uh, Jen Shaw of being the one to give her the black, to give Heather the black eye. So then Jen went on her Instagram and she posted, Bravo, if I punched Heather in the eye, you guys would have footage to prove it. It's clear the show can't live without me since I was brought up at the beginning, middle, and end of season four. Andy is still butthurt that I turned down his one-on-one interview. Why would you sit down with someone who gave another cast member a black eye? Next story. Um, Being that this was posted, because someone actually looked up the timestamps, and I believe this came up in our live chat last night. The timestamp shows that Jen or her her Instagram account posted that like a few minutes before it aired on the show, which tells me that this apology or not apology, but this statement that she's releasing or that someone is releasing on her behalf was already in the bank, anticipating that this information would come out at some point, that eventually Heather would say that, you know, um, that Heather would reveal that Jen is the one that punched her. Obviously, if Jen did punch her, Jen would know that there was no footage of her punching her. If Bravo had any footage, if Andy had access to any footage of Heather Gay receiving the black eye, they would have used it. And when Heather said, I don't remember what happened, they would have rolled and aired the footage the same way they do with everyone else, the same way they did with Monica in this finale episode, the same way they did with Denise in, you know, last week's episode with Erica, where they show, or was it this week's episode, where they show all the flashbacks of Denise looking like an idiot, where she's like, I didn't talk about my husband's big dick at the table. And then they rolled the footage where she talks about... uh, Aaron's big dick at the table. And she's like, I didn't bring up to you that Sammy heard about threesomes first. You brought it up first. And then they roll back the footage that shows that Denise was the one that brought it up first. So Bravo would air it if they had something. And if they 
had proof that Jen punched Heather, I think they would have taken some sort of legal action against Jen. So Jen's right. Like, they didn't do anything, but that's because they didn't have any footage to prove anything. But they did do an investigation. I think it's wild that Heather made them do an investigation, even though she knew exactly how she got the black eye. So I don't believe Heather's line in this uh, instance. I believe... um, I believe that Jen Shaw is lying because Jen Shaw is currently incarcerated for lying to the government. So there's that. Her credibility is a little shot. But so apparently, according to this new cease and desist that's been surfacing online, um, this is from March 5th, 2021. So very early into the game, very early into when Housewives started airing because it started airing in like 2020, right? Real Housewives of Salt Lake City season one. I believe it aired, like, at the end of, yeah, it started airing in November 2020 and went on until February 24th of 2021. So just a couple weeks after, or maybe even, no, it's the following week, the week after the reunion aired for Real Houses of Salt Lake City, Jen Shaw had cracked the code and discovered that Monica Garcia, or as she was known, Monica Fowler, because I believe that's her married name, was behind the Reality Von T's account. So if you look at, if you actually read through the season desist, um, it's addressed to, there are three people that are listed in the season desist. One of them is Miss Koa, oh, Koa, Mr. Koa, oh, duh, Koan, yeah, duh. Okay, so this is Koa, Koanui, Koanui Johnson, Miss Savannah Gonzalez and Monica Fowler. So the hairdresser doesn't seem to be listed in this because the hairdresser is not Savannah. But Savannah Gonzalez must have been the fourth person that was mentioned in the episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Remember where Monica's throwing names out at Heather and they bleep out the names. We now found out that Tanisha and Koa were two of the other people that were involved with Monica, but there was an unnamed fourth person. It looks like that unnamed fourth person is Savannah Gonzalez. But so anyway, the cease and desist desist reads, this firm represents Sharif and Jennifer Shaw with respect to the matters that follow. I've been informed that within the past several days, each of you has been involved in posting and likely acted in concert with each other to post certain content about the Shaw's online, including on Instagram. This includes, but is not limited to, content posted on the Instagram account Reality Von Tees 2, and also may include the Instagram account Shaw Shepherd both of which are public accounts. The content that you've been po- the content that you have posted includes uh serendipitously recorded and illegally obtained video and audio recordings of Mr. and Ms. Shaw. I'm advised that this video and audio was unlawfully acquired from the Shaw's home security footage which to which none of you had authorized access for the purpose of obtaining downloading, or further disseminating any audio or visual recordings. I am also advised that additional posts on the previously identified accounts, including comments from one or more of you, contain further false and defamatory comments regarding Ms. Shaw. So as far as I'm aware, this account, Reality Von Teese, went on beyond season one and continued posting. So it looks like even though they received this season desist, they didn't cease or desist the account because it kept going and it was also targeting, starting to target the other women. It got into a lot of Jen Shaw's legal issues. Is this account still around today? I would imagine everybody's looking it up now, but that's 
wild that Jen had discovered this and it seemed like Monica had still been around. Yeah, so the account kept posting until August 26, 2022. So the posts kept going. A lot of it does seem to be focused on Jen Shaw. It doesn't really seem to be. Oh, we have a clip of her interview. <laughs> a clip of her YouTube interview. Interesting. Yeah, there's a lot in here that's focused on taking down Jen Shaw. You don't really see too much on the actual feed about the other women. It looks like they do try to loop in the Girardi stuff, but there's not, there's only one post that I see about the Girardi stuff. Everything else seems to be super, oh, well, there's some stuff about Danielle Staub. A lot of it seems to be heavily focused on Jen, though. And this is the account that I believe they had the leaked uh, video of her yelling at, what was it, Koa? And then if you get into... If you get into all the Instagram stories, that's where we see more of, like, other people's stuff. Trial coming by. Twitter. Salt Lake 2. Court. Salt Lake 2. Told you. Jen. Jen. A lot of this is focused on Jen. Not a lot of this is focused. Like, all these posts seem to be all about Jen. So it's weird that the other women had such a big visceral reaction to the things that were supposedly being shared about them. Oh, it looks like there were multiple Reality Vontese accounts, and some of them were removed. Jen had them removed for harassment. So it's weird, right? Oh, some of my friends are following Reality Vontese. That's it. Heather McDonald's following Reality Vontese. Interesting. Um, but uh, so they kept doing this then. Like they were doing this, and then they got a cease and desist, and their accounts were getting taken down, and yet they continued to post about Jen and well it, it seems like whatever they posted on the other accounts that may have been taken down and eventually they led their focus to follow Jen Shaw's trial but it does look like there were previous uh, Vontese accounts that were removed and taken down um, there are multiple reality contrast accounts yeah Monica needs to worry about those baby blankets yeah it was weird because then the um Jen's assistant was coming out and sharing the, all these videos, Monica going by Jen's house. And I thought that that was weird. I think that the fact that she was driving by Jen's house, the fact that she was driving by anyone is just strange to me. Heather said, uh, Von, Heather McDonald said, Von Teese used to reach out to her and Heather was very anti Jen Shaw. I wonder if Von Teese ever reached out to me. I don't think so. Reality Von I don't think so. Oh, Reality Vontese follows me on Instagram. Okay, well, there we go. Oh, oh, and mentioned me a couple of times. April 2021, um, reacted to, oh, so I've interacted with Reality Vontese before. Did not know that. Breaking news. 
fan account not impersonating any public figure. So there are multiple Von Teese accounts, but the main one, or at least the one that still seems to be around, has apparently mentioned me, tagged me, and interacted with me in the past. Back in 2021, though, it doesn't look like there's been anything super recent. And it, it looks like the accounts stopped posting things in 2022, summer of 2022. Interesting. So listen, Reality Von Teese has been around. Reality Von Teese has been trying to expose Jen Shaw for a while. I'm assuming the other women at some point were dragged into it. But the fact that Jen had caught on to this very early on was weird. Von Teese also reached out to her to get advice on how much to negotiate for the Hulu Shaw doc and Heather McDonald is like they don't pay yeah they don't pay but I don't think Monica went through because she got signed up for the show well also if she went through she would have had to have come out as reality Vontees and I think that would have ruined her opportunity of getting on the show okay so there's this new video that I just watched on Twitter this morning with Jen and her mom and let me see if I can play the audio I was just watching it um here it is if I can get the audio up for you guys. I was not an embarrassment. You were in someone's home. Okay, so this is after the, so Easter, the Easter bunny, whatever thing that Angie K had at her house where Angie and Monica get into a fight and then Monica's mom jumps in and she's like, don't act like this. You're in somebody else's home. Don't act like this. So then this is later, okay? This is later that day of Monica and her mom. They're arguing about the party at, Angie's place and the mom's like you were an embarrassment and she's like you should have stuck up my you should have had my back like a real sister all right so here's the um here's the audio from the clip the only thing that you did was unite those four assholes that's the only thing that you did Mm. how how can you forget that your job is to get on airtime? To get, as, to get into as many scenes as possible. You gotta play nice. I know you don't like her. I know you got beef with her, but you're you're an actress. You gotta pretend you're an actress. like all is right in the world. It's a it's a job. It's a show. It's a it's a reality show that you worked hard to get on. You left me completely in the fucking water with these bitches. You took Angie's side. I was not a disaster. I was not an embarrassment. You were in someone's home yelling and dropping S. So was everyone else. Go yell at them. Go yell at Heather. Go yell at Lisa. No one else was Yes, they were. You should have been listening harder then, I guess. You should have been listening harder. She started it. Don't come over here and start this shit with me. Don't make it personal. You don't understand? Go talk to Lori because you're a fucking mess. And you fucked it up yesterday. She's the head person. You should know who she is. Okay. You are insane. You looked like a crazy person. Just so you know. Don't don't do that. Oh, Clarity. Super I took the day off from I work. fell down the fucking the stairs. And all you. you could... That's on you. Wow. Nobody pushed you down the stairs. I took... Wow! Get out of my house! Get the, the fuck out of my house! Get the I fuck the out of my house! Work. I fell down the stairs and you're like, that's on you? That's, that's on right. you? You're that's disgusting. You. You're disgusting. That's on you. You are disgusting. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for coming over with this talk.
toxic shit. Thank you. Fucking balls. Take the fucking balls. You are so gross. Your kid falls down the stairs and you say that's on me. You are so gross. You should not. You are so gross. Ooh, take the balls. Take the fucking balls. (laughs) You stole my goddamn balls. Um, Wow. It's wild to me that that. Oh, there's more. Oh, God. There's, there's, should we, is there? Oh, no, wait, that's, oh, it, oh, it, it continues. Should we listen to the rest of it? All right, here we go. Here we go, part. Oh, no. I think these are just. Oh, okay. We listened to the whole clip, it sounds like. Um, But, like, my gosh, they really are just going at it. And it's so sad. It looks like it was Monica's daughter that was filming that. And so they're fighting about her not having about, you know, um, Monica's mom not having her back in that moment, which to me is just wild. And they're doing this in front of Monica's kids. And Monica's like, I'm better than my mom. You're not better than your mom, girl. Like you are, you are your mother. You are becoming just like her. This is how you're going to behave. And I mean, I hate to say this, but I think Monica's mom does have a point. Like, this is your job, and your job is to get more camera time, so you should just play nice with these other women instead of constantly trying to fight with them. Now, we didn't actually get to see what happened when Monica fell down the stairs, which also happened that day. There was something that I believe involved the kids, and the kids weren't allowed to be on camera, and the kids were around for that, so they couldn't. They just decided to cut that piece out of the episode altogether, but the fight did continue, and there was a point where Monica fell down the stairs which the mom tells her, that's your fault. You're bad for falling down the stairs. No one pushed you, which I mean, come on. She's also kind of right, right? Like if you fall down the stairs, like that's not anybody's fault. I mean, you could have a little compassion, but yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Megan Elise says, Zach, how's your hip feeling? It made me sad that you're not able to hit Orange Theory like you want. I know I've had to take a break from Orange Theory, but luckily I'm going out of town for the weekend. So I'll be able to rest up a bit. Um, without having to go to Orange Theory. I know one of my coaches last night was like DMing me and she's like, oh my God, yeah, you gotta be careful when you hit those things. And I was like, I know. But yeah, it's still, it's little by little. It still like hurts to walk. So I have to like limp a little bit. But like when you tear your your hip flexor, that, that'll happen when you keep pushing yourself and you need to give yourself some rest. So learn my lesson. Um, but yeah, so beyond just the... Uh, the Monica, and so now we know about the cease and desist. Jen sent Monica the cease and desist. She knew about this from March 2021. They continued to run the Instagram account until August of 2022, or at least continue to post on the feed. And what are we in 2020? So Monica ended up getting cast on the show a few months after that like she had to have at that point once the account stopped that had to have been one like when she started talking to producers about joining the show it's wild that she kept up this front this entire time though like all of it to me is just like twists and turns and cuckoo craziness right but andy cohen went on his radio show to respond to the comments that jen shaw made about how andy was just salty that he didn't land the one-on-one interview which she was never going to give andy the one-on-one interview because she Here's the thing. I know how Jen Shaw interviews work because I was also talking about possibly doing the final interview with her. I just, you know, my questions weren't approved because my questions were a little too real. And I think Andy would have also asked real questions of Jen 
and wanted real accountability. Um, but she likes pre-approval. She likes to make sure she can control the narrative. She also, according to Andy, wanted to do like a documentary with the days leading up to uh, leading up to her going to prison. She'd been trying to make that documentary happen for a minute. She'd been shopping that around for a minute because I'd heard about that before Andy even came out with it with someone else that she reached out to to try and make that happen. So the the documentary piece is something she's wanted to do, I guess, to like show her side. Like she wants to stay in control of the narrative, which at the end of the day, you can't. Like you've lost the plot. Like the narrative has gone beyond you because you've now gone to prison. You've now had to plead guilty to committing these crimes. So, yeah. Andy says that the interview, she wanted too much money. She wanted to have control over it. She wanted to do the documentary. He's like, it was, just, it was too much work, and we just didn't. She'd constantly lied. She'd had her opportunity to tell her truth in the past, which was on the show, which was at the reunions, which was in the YouTube interview that she gave. Like, she has had multiple opportunities to do this. So... Yeah, you'd have to ask her softball questions and really humanize her and talk about her childhood and her upbringing and her charity work and all that stuff. And it's like, no, we don't want to do that. Like, we don't need to try and make you look like a better person when you've done some things that make you a pretty shitty person. So, so you say that I know. So you say that I know. Oh, well. Anything else before we wrap for the week, guys? <clears throat> I mean, Salt Lake has really kind of dominated this week's news cycle. Um, not to cut this episode short, but I do have to head out in a few to go on our family trip. Every January, we go on our family vacation, so we're heading out now. Oh, see, Danielle was in the live last night. Um, and she says, uh, the Jen Shaw questions you shared last night in the live was so on point they were so on point they were great i loved it zach you look like a snack thank you some bitch in the comments last night was like oh did you just dye your hair dark to look like so and so on youtube and i was like bitch this is my natural hair color how am i gonna die how am i gonna go back to my natural hair color in an attempt to look like someone else like there's no more i way i can look more like me um <clears throat> Yeah, like there's no way I can look any more like me by going back to my own natural hair color. Because guess what, guys? One person does not own a hair color, especially when it's like my own hair color. I loved the blonde and the blonde served me well. And now I'm ready to re I'm, I'm, I'm ready to embrace this like new edgier dark hair that um is very classic. I don't even it feels edgy in this moment. Um, and eventually as my natural hair starts to grow back, cause a lot of the ends are still blonde. They're just filled in with darker hair dye that shout out to Kelly, Kelly, Christine, who does my hair. She's been doing my hair for six years and she was so happy when I decided to go back to dark. She, I even told her like for months, I was like, okay, I'm ready to do it. And she's like, okay, yeah, right. Like she didn't believe me. And even in the final few weeks, she's like, are you sure? And I was like, yes, yeah, so let's do it before Christmas. And she's like, no, let's wait until after the holidays. And so we waited until after the holidays and here we are. We did it. I was ready. We have bid farewell. <clears throat> Time for new branding. I know. 
I need to to do new promo shoots. I need to do new cover art. I need because like I'm not going back to blonding. I'm always going to be blonde at heart. So I'm not in a rush to change anything because I am going to be blonde at heart forever. But you know, and I'll probably do a you know I'll do a throwback blonde moment at some point down the line. But at least for now, I'm gonna we're we're dark. We're in it. We're here for it. Um, happy three month anniversary, Trish Hobbs Phillips. Happy anniversary, Trish. So good seeing you in Vegas. So excited to see the new branding. I'm excited too. We have to like actually strategize and figure out what the new branding is even going to look like. What the photos are going to like. We like. I'm telling you, I did not tell anybody that I was doing this. Nobody in my life. My mother didn't know. My manager didn't know. My friends didn't know. When Josh saw it, he was shocked. My mom was like, what is happening? She's like, is this real? And I was like, yeah, it's real. Because uh, I had the dogs at her house while I was getting my hair done and running some errands. And then I came to her house to pick up the dogs. And she was just like, what? Like every Even some people are like, which is very strange. Some people are like, wait, what is different about you? I can't figure it out. I'm like, ah, my fucking hair. How do you not know what's different about me? But a lot of people really liked it. So... I'm enjoying it. I like this new vibe. I'm embracing this new vibe. There are a couple of moments where I'm like, mm, it does feel a little kind of basic, but I'm not looking at it as basic. I'm looking at it as classic, timeless. You always inspired me to be confident in myself and what I want to do, as you always should. Like I said, the blonde, going blonde was kind of like my way. I didn't like the person that I was when I had my dark hair. I wasn't confident. I didn't have, you know, I had ambition and I had grit and drive. But for the most part, like, I didn't really like who I was. I was, like, uh, battling my eating disorders. And it was just not a healthy place for me in my 20s, in my early 20s. I was trying really hard and I was building and I was working, you know, at building this new version of me. But part of that was ditching my dark hair because I didn't like it. Um, I just felt like it was very boring and I wanted to do something big and bold and really capture people's attention. And it served me well. Definitely, you know, differentiated me on the marketplace here, like on YouTube and in podcasting and stuff. So, yeah, I'm ready. I am ready. I'm excited to hear about what you, you're wanting to showcase after your, your reading episode. I feel like this will be an incredible year for you. Yes, I'm excited. Thank you, Femtero, for the reading. I mean, I've had, yeah, I had the Femtero reading. I had the Coffee Ground reading. So, all right, guys. Well, goodbye for now to you, my friends. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Until we meet again. Um, be sure to subscribe and like on YouTube. That way you're always up to date with the tea. Make sure you hit that bell button so that all the tea is in your notifications as soon as it is served fresh hot. Okay, get ready. Um, follow on Instagram at No Filter with Zach if you want to keep up. I'll be sure, even though I won't be streaming or releasing any new episodes this weekend, I will be still posting reels as news is breaking. So be sure to tune in for that. Stories will still have all the updates as well. So you can keep up with everything by following at No Filter with Zach on Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Zach Peter on YouTube. And you can just follow me all over the internet at Just Plain Zach. YouTube, Twitter, or I guess it's not Twitter now, it's X. YouTube, X, um, Instagram, all the places. Go and give me a follow. Have a great weekend, guys. Enjoy. Yeah, no members only tonight, but we'll I'll make up for it next week. So 
Get ready, guys. I love you. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful, wonderful time this weekend. Live it up. Get Liddy City and live your best life. It's 2024, so let's make this year a good one. Let's ride out the first year of the week strong. Let's get it. Get it. Get it. And, and throw them hips, girl. Bum, 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 bum. All right. Ciao for now, guys. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Oh, also, Zach Pack sweater. Zach Pack hoodies. You can get them with the link in the description below. Look at this. It's so comfy. Yeah, it's so comfy. It's chilly where I'm going, so I'm excited to have my comfy, comfy sweater. All right. Ciao. Oh, getting late this week. Oh, someone, someone said end up says get late this weekend. I'm not getting late this weekend. I will be with my family. But I support that journey for you. Bye, guys.